Greetings, it's Carl. I've been playing around with the word lighter, like mulling it over, thinking about it a lot. Like, what does it mean? What would it mean for me to be lighter? And I, I've been particularly thinking about it in terms of uh, future goals or outcomes or even intentions, like what I want to see happen in the next 10 years. Sometimes that idea of what I want to see happen in the next 10 years can feel like a giant, giant boulder on my shoulders, like Atlas, like the weight of the world. Sometimes it can feel like that. In fact, I would say that most of my life it's felt like that. And I've lately started to feel like that's lifting, like it's becoming lighter. And I, and I think what it means for me is turning the responsibility, <laughs> and I use that word with like a bunch of asterisks, like I, I'm, I'm never going to turn the responsibility of my life over to anyone except, except God. So turning the responsibility of my life over to God, what would it mean if I decided that it was no longer my responsibility to make sure the next 10 years turned out like so. But instead, my responsibility was to show up in a light, playful mood and do whatever it, fe whatever it is that feels like is my work. And then the rest, like the outcome of it, the impact of it, I left to God. And it, what's interesting about that is it's always been that way. When I look back on the last 10 years and the 10 years before that, so the last 20 years of my life, the outcomes were things I could have never, I could have never made happen. There's just no way. I've talked about this in the, in the past. In episode 858, The Mystery of Trailside Loop, that's one idea. That's You could go back and listen to that to, to get a sense of what I'm talking about. I could have never made the most important things, the, the quote-unquote achievements, the career milestones, I could have never made them happen. There's no way. Right? The universe was in the work. A random meeting here, here, which I don't believe is random, by the way. But what appears to be a random meeting here, an act of serendipity, a bit of luck. Well, those are just threads woven by this giant cosmic machine. And there's no way, and it's really, really cute, and I, I, I try really hard not to fall prey to this, to look back and create narratives about how I made it happen. It's just simply not true. That, that I like to call that success porn. That success porn we see all over the internet, it's just not true. It, 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 we can either call it random series of events or we can recognize the giant mystery that is the universe or God or whatever you want to call it. But it's in the work. And what would it mean to truly turn that all over? To just be playful and light in our... In, in, for me, what would it mean to be playful and light? Well, I can tell you what it means. It brings a smile to my face. 
It makes me excited. It means uncertainty is no longer something I'm fearful of. In fact, uncertainty is the mystery. What's in the mystery? What's in uncertainty? The universe, right? God is in the mystery. And so I think this is particularly um, applicable when it comes to these things we call goals and specifically like financial goals. So much of this burden of Atlas on the shoulders is about future expectations around money. Well, of course there's hard work. None of this, none of, I mean, it doesn't even feel like work anymore. But it's definitely committed. You know, I'm definitely showing up and doing the thing, whatever you want to call that. If you want to call that hard work, I think I work really hard. I don't think any of this dismisses hard work. But even that is just such, that's such a hangover from a different model where you're like, I got to grip my teeth and work hard because life is hard. Of course, when you're committed to the work, the thing, of course, you're going to work at it. But what would it feel like? What would it feel like if we decided to let go of the oars, right? Like we're rowing this raft so hard. In fact, this is an interesting metaphor. I've been on a few river trips and I've been with really, um, I would consider the masters. So whitewater rafting, the person often there's a person in the sort of center of the boat with a set of oars and that person is the one in charge of getting the boat where it needs to go and i've watched particularly when i'm rowing when i'm the one with the oars there's a lot of frantic like rowing from here and there and there and there and like fighting against currents and like oh no i went over too far and i went like me rowing a flurry of activity. And then I watched my friend Brad. He's just a calm, selected movement of the paddle, working with the river, not against it. And of course, he's not letting go of the oars, but it's a much different experience. What if it, it Brad, <coughs> excuse me, Brad seems to be working less hard. In fact, Brad is physically working less hard than I am. <clears throat> Excuse me. Brad is working less hard, quote unquote, than I am and getting a much more interesting result. It's a much smoother ride, way safer. Ask my wife, every time we get to rapids on any river, if I'm rowing a boat and Brad's rowing a boat, when we get, when we get out to scout the rapids, like the big scary rapids, we go to get back in the boat, Suddenly, my wife's not there anymore. I look around. She's in Brad's boat. <laughs> it's much safer over there. And he's working less, quote unquote, hard. This is true. Nordic skiing is another example. Nordic skiing is like cross-country skiing, but fast, you know. And it's sort of, it's what you see at the Olympics. And when I cross-country ski, I, I did a race last year called the Boulder Mountain Tour up in Sun Valley, Idaho, and it's you know, let's just call it about, you know, one and a half to two and a half hour race. And 
the last 10 kilometers of that race, I was trying to keep up with somebody who must have been in their 70s. And I was working so hard, and he seemed to be whistling. I think he was whistling. We were on the same course. We were doing what, what you would generally call the same activity, <laughs> right? It was not even close. What if? And I know that has a lot to do with skill and experience, those two examples. Brad's done it so often. But what if we could get that good at life, at surfing uncertainty? What if we could get that light? Just what if? What if goals were playful? Just a, a, like a, a, a thoughtful set of intentions. What if we tapped more into the feeling of being in flow than the grit your teeth work of moving mountains? Right? What if? That's it. Bye. Greetings, it's Carl again. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you enjoyed that, you would love being a subscriber. So go to behaviorgapradio.com and sign up and I'll see you there.